Hey, Ollie, what's going on? I, uh, I've got... Uh, I've got the hiccups. <laughs> oh, man, those are the worst. You're uh, telling uh, me... Oh, oh, God. I've got the perfect cure for him. if you'll let me help you. Please, uh, I'm... I'm de- uh, desperate. Oh. All right, put this bag over your head. <laughs> okay. All right, you ready? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Are they gone? <laughs> no. I give up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it was a good idea. <laughs> oh. Live from wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, it's the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, starring Miranda, Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Pork, Sheila, D.A. Williams, and Orson Wells. And featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy. Toddcasters, greetings and salutations. Welcome to an all-new episode of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. I'm Hot Toddy. We've got a very interesting episode for you this week. Uh, as you know, uh, me and Miss Pingrino both had COVID-19 back in November. We both had the coronavirus, and uh, she had no symptoms, went through nothing, has dealt with nothing, and everything's just peachy for her. Uh, I suffered from it for about a week. It was not fun. Uh, I did manage to make a full recovery, but I, like other people and many other people, have had a really tough time getting my smell and taste back. Uh, What happened was I lost it during covid and then a couple of weeks went by and i got some of it back not 100 percent, but i got some of it back and that lasted till about the beginning of the year and then at the beginning of the year i lost it all again lost my taste and smell and then it came back but this time it came back just awful everything smelled awful everything tasted awful and it's a condition called, and I think I'm pronouncing it right, called parosmia. Parosmia is this condition where everything tastes like a dead animal and smells like smoke or also like a dead animal. Uh, it's very it's very bizarre and it's very disorienting and it's not fun. Uh, so all the more reason to get vaccinated and let's destroy COVID-19 as fast as possible. But for me, what's done is done. So I have this parosmia condition uh, that's not very fun. Uh, I, there are some things that taste good. There are some things that smell good. But for the most part, everything either tastes and smells horrible or still does not have a taste and smell. So I'm kind of on this borderline right now of just all these different senses, and and, and it's not fun. It, it's very strange. So if you have parosmia out there, just know you're not alone. There's tons of us that have it who've had COVID and went through this. We have the same condition. You're not alone. But it got me to thinking, I wonder if being blindfolded, I could guess 
what I was smelling and eating. You see, when I was a kid, when I was in the first grade, I did a science experiment called what my nose knows that my mouth doesn't. And it was to see if my nose would recognize foods over my mouth or my mouth would recognize foods over my nose and so on and so forth. Uh, the experiment was a success. It really, it, what ended up proving is that your nose and mouth work congruently and there really is no change. However, that was before COVID-19. So we're going to conduct this experiment once again, and that is why this episode is called What My Nose Knows, but probably not anymore. Miss Pengrino has lined up an entire table of foods for me to try while I'm blindfolded, and I'll see if I can guess them by smelling them and tasting them, and we'll see what happens. Let's see if, if at this point, because back when I did this originally, it was, it was, it, would I know the food by smelling it or by tasting it or both? Now we're not even sure if either one's going to work. So we're going to see what's, we're going to see what's going to happen. You're going to go through this experiment with us. We're all going to go through it together. It's going to be weird. So enjoy the weirdness as I try to guess what the the hell I'm eating on an all-new episode of the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Hi, I'm Emily Fleming from Good Mythical Morning, and you're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smoking Hot Podcast. Comment. Yes, yes, indeed you are. That was Miss Pingrino, in case you didn't hear. Uh, I'm currently sitting here, I think I'm talking into the microphone. The reason why I'm a little confused is because I'm I'm blindfolded at the moment. Say hi, Miss Pingrino, wherever the mic is. Hello. Yes, okay, so Miss Pingrino is here, and as you know, as I mentioned in the monologue, this week's episode is all about me not being able or being able to taste and smell stuff following my COVID-19 issue from November. Uh, I have this problem that so many people have, uh, that their taste and smell came back, but everything smells and tastes like donkey ass. So, um... Say again? A poo-poo. It's a poo-poo. That's right. All right. So now Miss Pingrino and I are going to demonstrate. I am I am blindfolded, right, Miss Pingrino? You can... Uh... Yep. He's got my sleep mask on. I got her sleep mask on. And so she is now going to let me smell and taste foods to see if I can get them right. Okay. So let's do the very first one, Miss Pingrino. First, hold it under my nose to see if I can smell it. Okay. Uh, just from, I don't know. I have no idea. Let me taste it. I have no idea what I just smelled. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, well, it's crunchy. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. It's a potato chip of some sort because it's crunchy. It has the consistency of a potato chip. Um, but no, I don't know what kind of potato chip it is <laughs> that we just went dead silent. I could smell it. It smelled it smelled sort of potato-y, and then I bit into it. Clearly a potato chip, because you can get the consistency, but I don't know the taste of it. Miss Pingrino, what was it that I just had? A sour cream and onion chip. A sour cream and onion chip. It did not taste sour cream and onion to me. It just tastes like a chip. That, my guess was going to be the wavy lays we had in there. <laughs> no. no? I feel like you would have tasted the, the ruffle part, because they're ruffly. That's true. That's true. It was this was very like more chunky. And, and there would have been a super super high salt content on the other ones. That's that's true too. All right. Well, there you have it. And this is not playing. I'm not playing around here. I cannot taste or smell anything correctly. And Teebs the cat is in here ter- terrorizing us because we brought food. But um, but there you have it. That's where I'm at in life right now. Is I cannot smell or taste anything accurately. Didn't get the first one right. Couldn't or couldn't figure it out. We'll see what happens uh, in the next round of What My Nose Knows.
but probably doesn't anymore. Yeah. You're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host, Todd. Just Todd. Todd is helpful, and Todd is there for you. Uh, well, it's actually Hot Toddy. Oh, well, pardon me, Mr. Perfect! You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. We meet back up with Steve Stevenson, also known as Cold Stevie. Cold Stevie continues to work hard in his radio career, making him an asset among the bigwigs of the company. Though his night show ambitions were thwarted, he has managed to make himself the full-time weekend host for the station, a position he's very proud of. He's excited to have the chance to bring some of his favorite material back to the airwaves, but what he doesn't realize is that the powers that be are about to preempt his continued radio desires and replace it with the generic cookie-cutting corporate machine that is the Twilight Zone. Hey, Stevie. Have you met the new boss yet? I haven't. I'm a little nervous. Is he a good guy? Oh, absolutely. He has so many awesome ideas for the station. It's just what we've been needing. Phew, that's a relief. Yeah, we've explained how much the community means to us, especially our audience, and how we love interacting with them and making them feel like a part of the family. He really gets it and is excited at the prospect of adding to our already awesome situation. Wow, that's incredible. I gotta go meet him. A guy! Ah! What was that about? Come in. Hey, you're Dick, right? The new program director? Yes, come right in. You must be Cold Stevie. Yep. Well, it's great to meet you. Likewise, Bertha was telling me how everyone's filled you in on how community-driven this station is and how much we care for our audience. That they have. I really have a grasp now on how much the audience means to the jocks of this station. That's wonderful to hear. Actually, I'm glad you stopped by. I wanted to talk about some of the stuff you do on the air. Oh, sure, absolutely. Well, I was listening the other day, and all of a sudden, I heard you talking to people on the air. Yes, I asked a question on the air, and I had people call in with their answers, and then I played them back. It was really an extremely successful day, one of the best days I've had in radio. Yeah, but that's not our format. I'm sorry? When you talk to people on the air, that takes away from shameless plugs for the station and explaining that this song, that no one has ever heard before, is in fact new. Oh. Well, I understand. I I get it. I I, I just thought, you know, we we like to engage with our audience. We told you that, and you seemed all all about it. I'm I'm just a little confused as to... Yes, and we should engage our audience. We should entertain them and tell them what they want to hear. And what they want to hear is the fact that they're going to get free stuff and which foot Ariana Grande got a corn taken off of. What you did was very selfish, and all about you. Me asking questions to people, and then those people answering back was about me? Yes. And did I mention very selfish? I just don't understand. You're very young, and you seem real passionate about breaking into radio. I'm 32 and been in radio for 14 years. I also have a degree in broadcasting. You could have been introducing songs. Songs that people have heard a million times can easily look up online, download either for a buck or even for free if they played the cards right. But you didn't. You did content. Content that made people not think about free stuff. And an Ariana Grande. 
You're supposed to make people want to listen. Well, that's what I was doing. I wanted to make things interesting so they would stick around, not switch off because I'm repeating the same things they've heard a million times. That's not our format. 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 Bertha. Bertha, no. What have you done? We love our audience. We love interacting with them. We love Ariana Grande. She had a corn removed from her. Please, please don't say it. Right foot. No! Submitted for your approval. One man's passion to entertain his audience and create interesting content for the radio station he's worked for for a decade is another man's kryptonite for his big corporate robot machine that sucks the life out of the brains of the same audience. For the average person, you can escape such a situation. But for Cold Stevie, he will sadly be trapped within the airwaves of this frightening broadcast that should be live, but is most likely pre-recorded by someone clear across the country and has no idea where our town is and what even happens in it and doesn't care, known as The Twilight Zone. You're listening to the Smoking Hot Podcast. And we're back for round two of what my nose knows, but probably doesn't anymore because this is, I don't, I don't smell or taste anything anymore. Um, Miss Pingrino, what do you think so far? Well, at least you got that it was a chip. Yeah. The first one I got was a chip. I didn't know the flavor of it though, nor well, could I smell what it uh, was. You know, sour cream and onion is, is very light. Still, anyways, still so. though, I feel like I should have gotten that, but maybe that's just me. All right. Well, here's round two. Let's see if I can guess the smell of this food. Uh, oh, I'm not, I don't have any idea what that is. No clue. Literally no clue. I'm not messing around here. I mean, this would probably work better if we did this in a, like a video recording so you could actually see, but I, <laughs> I, I just smelled something and I have no idea what it is. Uh, let me taste it now. Hmm. It's crunchy. It was slightly... It's got some sort of seasoning on it, but it's very sweet. Um, only because I know we have these, uh, I'm going to say it's Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's Cinnamon Toast Crunch! Hey, alright! Oh, I'm not completely hopeless. I at least got that one. I, I will say, though, mm-hmm. I really couldn't taste it. Just sweet. It was just sweet, and it, it was a, it was. And if you know cinnamon toast crunch, you know that there's those little squares, and so that's how I could guess it. But I really, I, I, I could just tell it was sweet and square. Yep. Well, I mean, at least you got sweet and square. That, oh <laughs> fuck! This my, where's the? I can't, I can't see. I just smacked myself with the. You know what? Fuck, go to the next thing. We'll be back. Smoking hot. Podcast. The Smoking Hot Toddcast presents The Ollie Report, a segment dedicated to extremely professional and hard-hitting journalism. Reports on headlines straight off the news ticker through the eyes of Ollie. And now, The Ollie Report. 
Hello and welcome to an all-new Ollie Report. I'm Hot Toddy. Ollie is in New York this week covering the very relevant story right now about the fact that Lorne Michaels has announced that Elon Musk will be the next host of Saturday Night Live on May 8th. This has been met with mostly negative reaction from... Well, everybody, and so naturally we wanted to get Ollie on the case. So now live from Studio 8H in Rockefeller Center is the one and only Ollie. Ollie, how are you? I am one wild and crazy guy. Uh-huh. Well, enough of that, Ollie, because I'm just not in the mood. Let's just get right into this. Uh, Of course, the announcement was made the other day that Elon Musk, CEO of Tesla and the second richest man in the United States behind Jeff Bezos, will be hosting Saturday Night Live on May 8th. So much controversy surrounding this, what with his comments about COVID-19 and other things like that, and the fact that he is one of the richest people in the world, second richest in the United States, it sends somewhat of a unfair message to the general public. Have you spoken to Lorne Michaels about his decision of having Elon Musk host the show? You know, I tell you, this is the second time I've been here. If you recall, a few years ago, they were thinking about making me the announcer for Saturday Night Live when Don Pardo died. Rest in peace. I see all kinds of historic things, like pictures of cast members' past and costumes. There's the floor. <sighs> So have you spoken to Lorne Michaels about Elon Musk hosting the show? My car broke down. I don't know what to do about that. I need a battery. But you can't really just find random places with batteries here in New York. Shut up! Enough! Enough! Have you spoken to any of the cast members about how they feel about Elon Musk hosting? Uh, A lot of them were not too happy. Uh, Elon Musk put out a tweet saying, and now we'll see just how live Saturday Night Live really is, where Bowen Yang responded, what the fuck does that even mean? Andrew Dismukes tweeted out that the only CEO he'd like to do Saturday Night Live with is Sherry O. Terry, and so on and so forth. Have you spoken to any of the cast members to get their reaction about how they feel with Elon Musk hosting the show. Open. Oh, for God's sake! Ah, much better. I'm glad we flew you all the way up to New York so you could take a shit. Me too! Hashtag nuts. There were a few of them in there. Oh, stop, stop it! Just stop it! Holy God! Why, but why am I surprised? Why am I surprised? Last week you covered a story that was three years old, so why not screw up something that's actually relevant? Cats and dogs don't have butt cheeks! Have you spoken to the man himself? Have you spoken to Elon Musk to see how he's feeling with all the negative reaction to his hosting gig for Saturday Night Live? Who's Elon Musk anyway? F. Because you don't even know who Elon Musk is? He's the second richest man in the country, man! You said man a lot. Shut up! Shut up! You know, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with you, Ollie. I'm so done with this. I'm not in the mood. I'm stressed out. We've been working on so many different things for Super Fuzz Productions. There's so much going on. I thought I could get a story out of you for, for the Ollie Report. This is the last one we're doing until the end of May. So you would think, you would think... 
You could get this together, but no. But no, what, what, what do I expect? This is Ollie I'm talking to. For seven years, you haven't gotten anything, right? So why? Why would I expect any different? This is kind of an important story. You know, everybody knows who he is. And though he's not exactly a villain, he is one of the richest people alive right now. And he has said some controversial things. You put those things together and you have someone that's not really up with people. So that's why we wanted you to go up there and get this story. Lo and behold, you didn't get it. It's fine. Let's just move on. Well, actually, Hot Toddy, that's why I wanted to do this report specifically. I have a surprise for you. Elon Musk actually isn't hosting. I'm sorry? Yeah! The reason why everybody's kind of iffy right now is because I've been made the next host of Saturday Night Live. Baskets! Oh, come on, Ollie. You can't be... What the hell? What? Why is that music playing? Ladies and gentlemen, Ollie. Oh. My. God. Thank you! Thank you, everybody! Thank you so much! Oh, it's so great to be here in New York City hosting Saturday Night Live! It's been the greatest thrill of my life to do this! I never thought I'd be popular enough! But after all, the Ollie Report is one of the greatest news outlets in the world, so why not? Station! Oh, come on, Ollie. All right, fine. I, 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 this has gone far enough. I know you're just doing this. You're just pretending. You can stop now. Let's just wrap up this story. No, Hatani, it's true. If you don't believe me, just ask the executive producer of Saturday Night Live, Lorne Michaels. Yes, hello, Hatani. Oh, my God. Lorne Michaels? Is this really you? Yes, it is. Ollie is 100% correct. I want him to host the Saturday Night Live on May 8th, and so I asked him, and he generously accepted our offer. One million dollars. Hi, Tim. So yes, he will be the next host of Saturday Night Live, and we're really looking forward to it. So am I, Mr. Michaels. Well, gotta go, hi, Toddy. I'm late for rehearsal, bye! Holy wait! Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoy the final episode of Saturday Night Live. I'm going to go pop open a vein. Later! That's going to do it for the Ollie Report this week. Tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie News Ticker. Until then, have a good day and an Ollieful week. Dixie Normus, Mike Litteris, Barry McCalkiner, Mike Cunt, Gabe Itch, Haywood Jab Blow Me, Bend Over, Chris Peacock, Hugh Jazz. Alright, we're back. Here's round three. Uh, so far, I got one, missed one. I, I, I didn't know what the first thing I ate was, but just by sheer coincidence, I got the second one. Uh, it is now time to figure out what this third thing that I'm getting ready to eat. Once again, I am blindfolded. I cannot see the foods in front of me. I don't know what's going on. Um, I just I just know that we're doing this. Uh, so I'm, I'm testing my sense of smell and taste to see if I can sense anything post-COVID. So, Miss Pingrino, let me now smell the next food. Mmm. 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 Smells good. <laughs> smells good, but I have no idea. So let me taste. Ah. Well, okay, again. 
Okay, again. <laughs> this is very chewy. Um, but it's very good. I'm not really getting much out of it, but I know <laughs> out of its shape what it is. It was a piece of thick licorice, which means it was a Twizzler, am I right? It was a Twizzler. <laughs> Again, this really isn't proving anything because I still can't taste it. I just know the shape of that and the style of that food. It, it proves you have a great memory for texture and shape, though. It does. <laughs> and if I didn't have that, I don't know where we'd be. But, all right. So, either this next round, it will completely um, discredit my theory that I don't know. Well, no, it won't, because I don't know what I'm tasting or smelling. I just know texture. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens in round four as we continue on this little quest on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Ollie Smoking Hot Toddcast promos. Take one. All right, Ollie, just say this is Ollie, and you're listening to the, uh, the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Okay. All right, Ollie, this time just say, uh, this is Ollie, and you're listening to the Smokin' Ollie Report. No, that's not, oh, jeez. All right, Ollie, this time just say, this is the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Biscuits! Damn it. Okay, Ollie, just say the words, the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Can you do that at least? I'm outside, I see people, I see grass and trees and buildings! I hate you. The Smokin' Hot Todd. Smokin' Hot Toddcast! You suck, Ollie! Did you see the case of the guy in Colorado who, like, roughed up a 73-year-old woman? Did you hear about the... Did you hear about the woman that got eaten by a snake in Indonesia? No, I did not. (laughs) For some reason, certain uh, outlets, MSN and... Was it Google? Or was another one was talking about this? But then I did a little more research. It was a story from 2018. So somehow it came down the pike... And made, like, international news again. But this was, like, two years ago, so they got it wrong. Whatever, we did an Ollie report on it, and it was funny, because Ollie got eaten by a snake, and it was funny. We shouldn't make fun of people who get eaten by snakes, but I thought it was kind of a funny story. But I'm morbid like that. I laugh... pretty random. I laugh in the face of pythons. It was a python. It wasn't even anaconda or something. Pythons get big. Yeah, they do. Okay. And this this woman was going out to a cornfield just to check on her like corn. <laughs> it was, oh, it was, that was a velociraptor laugh for anybody that was curious. <laughs> uh, she was going to check on her corn, and the python apparently just came out of nowhere and ate her. The only way they knew about it was that her sister was wondering where she was. She wasn't coming back. She went out. Conf- <laughs> she went out. I know it's funny, right? She went out. And found the footprints and found uh, her flashlight. And then some of the villagers in the area went out and started looking and found the python with a human shape in its belly. They killed the python, cut it open, found the woman. It's horrific, but it's a very entertaining story. That's all I'm going to say about it. Boy, I, wish I, could I don't know because that's kind of like my worst nightmare come to fruition of being eaten by a snake. <laughs> well, I I would I would think so. Um, it very rarely happens, but it does happen. Uh, you know, because my biggest fear in terms of creepy crawlers is spiders, and you know, spiders 
they can kill you, but they can't eat you. So, um, you know, it's uh, it is what it is. Take that at face value. Uh, I, I'm afraid of spiders. I don't like snakes either. But uh, I just it's so weird that I don't know. I, I, you only, that's something you only see in the movies is a, is a snake taking over a person's body like that. So if you're going out to a cornfield, be watch, for watch out for snakes. Watch out for pythons. There's could be a python around the corner. I don't maybe not pythons out here in in you know East Tennessee, but y you know they could be out there. Question mark. It don't matter if you see a snake, make, take make a run for it. Don't mess with them. There's no reason to. This is the this is a cop without a body camera. No, snap. That was a morbid joke. See. Yeah, I love it. No, I but um boom boom. Where's my where's my rim shot thing? Yeah, I passed it up. That was a great joke though. It was a great joke. This is why this is why the 21st century is a nightmare. People are now getting eaten by snakes and it doesn't matter if it's in 2021 or 2018 people are getting eaten by snakes or what is this world coming to i don't know <laughs> i have no idea dude pork did one of his catchphrases i don't know and asking why the huge predator ate a human i have no idea dude <laughs> well I think we all know why. What was that? <laughs> Tragic. Tragic turn of events. <laughs> the woman getting eaten by a snake? Yes, it was tragic. And how dare you? Why are you making fun of her? This is not nice. This is terrible. Y you made a satirical oh. about it. Oh, excuse me. I did not. Are, are you? What are you, are you? Are you some sort of pervert? Zero point. A satirical Zero. news report. I did nothing of the sort. That's what you did. That's what you did. That's what you did. Are you making fun of this poor woman who got eaten by a snake? Oh. Uh, I don't know. What the hell? Sheila just appeared out of nowhere. Hi. Hey, sorry. I just woke up. Hey, we're talking about people getting eaten by snakes. Ugh, I don't want to go away again. You're listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, the Smoking Hot Toddcast. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. It all comes down to this, Miss Pink. Okay, I'm not, I'm still not in front of the mic. I, can't, I have a blindfold on, I don't know. It all comes down to this, Miss Pingrino. Sure does, last one, here we go. Will I know what this is by smell or taste and or taste, we'll see. All right, let me smell. Okay, not getting anything there. I've still got Twizzler in my teeth. Here we go. The, the sad thing is, this smell is pretty potent. Ah! Uh, 
I, I don't like it, wherever it is. <laughs> Evergreen, what is this? It's a Chips Ahoy cookie. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't get that at all. It tasted like coconut. Oh, God. I thought that was, and I hate, I fucking hate coconut. You're telling me that that was a Chips Ahoy cookie? That was a Chips Ahoy cookie. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even recognize the texture of that. That is some <laughs> that is some horse manure right there. Holy shit! Well, I, that does prove that I, I cannot accurately smell or taste foods anymore. At least for right now. Um, so if you have this problem, just know you're not alone, and hang tight because I think it does get better. But uh, but yeah, everything I smell or taste is disorienting. And I can't accurately smell or taste anything anymore. It's really upsetting. I'm sorry. No, you're not. You're still laughing. You don't care. I'm just laughing because you thought I basically fed you death with a cookie. I didn't know what the hell it was, but yes. But there you go. My nose and mouth, my senses, they don't know anything right now. I wish there was more of a happy ending to the story, but... There's not! So there you have it! Okay, bye! Hey, this is Michael Carbonaro from the Carbonaro Effect, and you're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Mmm, that was a delicious dinner. Thank you. It's my own special recipe. That's amazing. It's literally one of the best meals I've ever had. I'm overwhelmed. That's so nice. Thank you. Well, you're most welcome. You're so talented, Jay Leno should have you on The Tonight Show. That would be fun. Although, now it would be Jimmy Fallon. What? I said it would be really cool to be on The Tonight Show. No, th the name. Did, did you say Jimmy Fallon? Well, yeah. Jimmy Fallon is the host of The Tonight Show now. I, I, I can't believe what I'm hearing. How? No, no, he isn't. Jay Leno is. Dude, Jay Leno hasn't hosted the show in years. Jimmy Fallon's been the host since, like, 2014. Stop, stop. I don't believe what you're saying. This is insane. Jay Leno has been the host since Ed Sullivan retired. Ed Sullivan was never host of The Tonight Show. Who the hell are you? Are you trying to hurt me? Do you want me to be in pain like this? I thought we were friends. We are friends. I have no idea what's happening here. I'll tell you what's happening here. You have the gall to tell me that Jay Leno is not the host of The Tonight Show, that instead, Jimmy Fallon from Mad TV is the host. He was on Saturday Night Live. Here, take this knife and stab me through the heart with it. Just go ahead, do it. Would you calm down? I can't be calm. How can I be calm? You're standing there, a college-educated human being, telling me that Jay Leno isn't hosting The Tonight Show anymore. I mean, what does this world come to? What is this society anymore? I, I just can't deal with this, man. I, I just can't. I gotta say, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen happen in my life. First off, who gives a flying fuck who's hosting The Tonight Show? And second, how did you not know that Jay Leno left? I mean, were you aware that Conan O'Brien hosted The Tonight Show from 2009 to 2010? I... 
I think... I think I'm having a heart attack. Holy shit, are you okay? Yeah, I just need to lay here for a bit. I'm the most confused I've ever been in my entire life. You're confused? Can you even comprehend what you've told me? Can your mind even put together this unfathomably evil thing that has just been produced? Jay Leno is our host. He's the people's host. He's been at the helm of The Tonight Show since 1832. Jesus of Christ. And now you're saying that he's gone. Without even so much as a goodbye? Or a hint of a farewell? It literally was like a year-long thing. And the publicity of Jimmy Fallon taking over was non-stop. I just... Nothing makes sense anymore. My life changed tonight. Nothing will ever be the same. I just hope that with the coming days, I will be able to cope with this, pick up the pieces, and move on. I don't mind telling you, it won't be easy, but I will try. I will try. And maybe one day, the pieces of my life will come back together, and I can live in peace once more. Get the fuck out of my house, you psycho. Yeah, that sounds about right. You're listening to Hot Toddy. On the Smoking Hot Toddcast. I really don't have anything to say about that. I mean, the whole process of trying to figure out what I was eating was extremely difficult. I, I didn't think it would be that difficult. I thought I would still probably be able to guess things uh, pretty easily. But no, that was just as difficult as what parosmia and COVID-19 is doing to us. So uh, if this episode serves as anything, it needs to serve as a PSA to get your vaccine, especially if you haven't had COVID-19 yet. Please get the vaccine so you don't have to worry about this and you don't have to end up like me not being able to taste or smell anything or worse smelling and tasting things and they just smell like literal shit you just you just don't want to go through that believe me bigly huge believe me but yeah so there you have it what my nose knows but probably not anymore yeah exactly i i had no idea what i was doing what i was smelling so it, I, it is what it is. But the good news is the doctors are not saying that this will last forever. They don't really know much about it. They're still trying to work on it. They're trying to figure it out themselves. But uh, don't give up hope. This probably will pass at some point. Uh, I, even I've noticed that it's it's getting a little better. It was very disorienting. If you put a blindfold on me and say, hey, what is this that you're eating and smelling? Uh, it was difficult. But uh, the good news is is that there's a good chance that it will, it will all dissipate and go back to normal. You just got to sit tight. But again, get your vaccine. That's all that really matters. And with that in mind, that's going to do it for us this week. And we're going to take another couple weeks off and be back, believe it or not, on May 20th, which will be the start of our last three episodes of the season. We are almost done with season seven, folks. This is insane. But yes, we're going to take a couple weeks off and be back. Back on May 20th with an all new episode of the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Until then, you can follow me on all social media at Smoking Hot Toddy on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Toddy Kamahot on Instagram. Super Fuzz Productions, which is now the parent company of the Smoking Hot Toddcast. You can now follow Super Fuzz Productions on Twitter at Super.
Super Fuzz videos. Please go follow us on Twitter. We would love your support. And also go subscribe to the Super Fuzz Productions page on YouTube. That's where all the other shows of Super Fuzz Productions can be found, including Get Real, Let Me Tell You, Played Out, Stump Hot Toddy, and Just the Dumbest. You can check all those shows out. Oh, and of course, the special live episodes of the Smoking Hot Toddcast will be there as well. So go follow Super Fuzz videos on Twitter and subscribe to the Super Fuzz Productions page on YouTube. And of course, the Hot Toddy page on Mixcloud and the Smoking Hot Toddcast pages of SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, and wherever podcasts can be found. And that's where you can find the Smoking Hot Toddcast. You can also follow some of the Toddcast team members on social media. We'll begin with Twitter, Miss Pingrino at Pingrino, Sheila at Sheila Hawk, Doc Summit at Kev Summit, and Miranda at The Miranda Joe. On Instagram, Miss Pingrino at Janelle Marino, Sheila at Sheila Hawkins, Doc Summit at Kev Summit, and Miranda at Miranda Panda Joe. And on TikTok, Miss Pingrino at BabyJ0831, Doc Summit at Kev Summit, and Miranda. And Miranda, a panda, a Joe. Until May 20th, this is Hot Toddy saying, Get vaccinated for God's sakes. Yeah.